People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. How the devil are you all? And welcome to another episode. Okay, right, today I'm going to be talking about the cat she. This is a bit late. We really wanted to get this out for Halloween, but work was just a nightmare, wasn't it? Yeah, it's been a bit bit crazy and uh, having granddad living with us. And helps. <laughs> hasn't helped, no. But um, well, just getting back late. Christmas is, well, this run up to Christmas is always busy, ridiculously busy. So, um, yeah, that being said, obviously, like I say, we wanted to get out of Christ- uh, Christmas, wanted to get out for Halloween and didn't have the chance. But, catchy, right, okay. Are you ready for this? Hmm, yeah, I've not, I don't know about this one. So. I'll tell you a story about this in a minute as well. Um, about a catchy that I I saw. So the catchy then, okay, it's essentially it's a fairy cat, all right. She being the the Celtic word for uh, for fairy, so right, catchy. Um, now people believe this to be what's known in Scotland as the Kellis cats. Kellis cats are like a, a really big domestic cat that's gone wild. Okay. All right, but it's the size of a dog. And a lot of people think that, you know, like we get a lot of black uh, cat sightings in the UK. A lot of people think that this might be the Kellis cat that people are seeing because it's got a very long tail. Um, you know, obviously, when you see black cats, normally they have like a J-shaped tail. The Kellis cats are known to have that sort of thing. But looking at pictures of them, they look pretty much like a domestic cat to me. Okay. I don't think you'd get them mixed up with a black cat. If it run across the road, I don't know. Mate, it's possible. Uh, the last known Kellis cat to be caught was caught by a hunter in 1984, I think it was. They reckon there's about 400 in the wild. But like I say, they're mostly in the, in the north of Scotland, so they could have migrated down to England. It's possible, I suppose. Okay, but that that's the, the mundane um, explanation for the for the uh, cat she okay now I, I like to go along with the fact that it is a fairy alright and in ancient Britain they would they would basically they'd martyrize cats alright so if they had a sacred bit of land and they wanted to keep demons away they'd kill a cat to uh, to do this and particularly a black cat obviously we know like there's things today where we talk about if a black cat crosses your path that's dangerous mm-hmm. uh, or could bring you back bad luck and it's the same then this is where this all stems from so they used to do things like they would throw cats from churches uh, from the roofs of churches to kill them uh, drown cats etc etc um, yeah. did you have some on the uh, swing a cat well, no, it's just uh, when when you mentioned obviously talking about killing cats and things like that, I sort of took me straight back to um, the plague, the sixteen hundreds, and uh, how it was basically the the main one of the main reasons for the plague was the fact that we had very very few cats in Britain um, because they were killing them all, and because they were killing them all, there were no cats to attack 
the rats yeah. and the fleas yeah, on the rats. Spread. Yeah, so that was that was where I was sort of coming from when you said, obviously about killing cats and. So there's no room to swing a cat. Yeah, so there's obviously loads of different um, what would you what do you call them like anecdotes or things like that with cats. So uh, you can't swing a dead cat in here and. Um, well, there's loads. I can't, do you know what? I had loads of them. I imagine I? that people. <laughs> so one it. of the ways people were killing these cats was just swinging them around, and obviously, obviously, yeah, you know, they couldn't do them, and there's no room. There to was loads of little things, that. but yeah, they've all, all right. Them, yeah. So the idea is that the the cat she um, to disguise itself. Okay, so this was a black cat. So if a black cat was around, this was known to be bad luck. So people would yeah. kill it in all these different horrible ways. Um, so the cat she disguises itself by having a little tuft of um, white fur just under its chin, like that one, that cat there. That could be yeah. a cat she couldn't. So um, that's how it, that's how it took to disguising itself. All right. The other aspect to this is the, obviously the witch. Yeah. So you've got the the witch who can turn into a cat, um, and generally speaking, a black cat, and then turn back. Now the the, the the story, the folklore says that she can only do that nine times. Okay. All right. And then she'd be permanently, if she tries to transform again, she'd be permanently a cat. Would that yeah. be like cats have nine lives? That's that kind of where of that's ex- yeah. Yeah, believed to come from. Now, this goes along with the Celtic um, festival of, um, you say that, Shaman? Sarwen. Shaman, Salmon. Sarwen, Halloween. Sarwen. Which is basically Halloween, and as we know it today, and um, the cat she's involved in that because the and we did this, me and the kids did this. We if you leave a saucer of milk out for the cat she mm. on Halloween, um, it will bless you with good luck for the year. Okay, so all my crops won't fail this year. All your right? crops, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you'll have a six pack by the end yeah, of next yeah. year. That's so your goal. He's going to bless me. So I actually left him out. Um, two sources of milk because the kids were not on Halloween night so anyway got two so that should be double good luck for me so we'll, we'll see how that goes but obviously I wanted to let people know this before Halloween but we've missed that so you have to wait till next year and you have to try and remember in yeah. fact I'll tr- if I remember I'll tell you put I'll tell you all next year out. to put yeah. a source of milk out um, okay so let's get into the actual cat sheet itself then so well do you Actually, well, well, because obviously I was going to do this for Halloween, so I should mention that Halloween. So, this sham, so the this Halloween situation, this Celtic belief in Halloween, it's like the catchy is about them. There's there's a bigger version of the catchy called Big Ears. Okay, this is like a six foot version. This is like the 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 the, the Lord of them all, if you like. Right. And and he's six foot tall. He can grant your wishes, and that comes into play in a little bit. But he's known to have, he's called Big Ears because he's known to have either big ears or big horns. But you're talking like a six foot tall cat. All right. Um, mm. when, and this plays into the into this festival because the veil uh, um, between the, the living and the dead is meant to be as uh, mm. uh, finished on. On Sarwen, yeah. It's yeah, on, to be on the... Halloween. So. Obviously, this lets through the dead, and, and the idea of disguising yourself as, um, as, as something dead, a ghost, a skeleton, this sort of thing, is basically just as a disguise. So when the dead when the dead are roaming the earth, they don't mistake you for the living, so they leave you alone. 
Yeah. All right. So was... this is why we put these costumes on. And they did the same. Anyway, so they've got worse though, haven't they? Mm. The costumes. Oh yeah. So there was a, <laughs> so the cat itself would be feared, like I say, and one of the things it was most noted for was to t- was taking the soul of the dead. And if it took the soul, you'd end up in like uh, purgatory, or uh, you wouldn't necessarily make it to to heaven. Right. All right. So this was really, you know, a thing that they were really fearful of, and they actually set up um, a situation where people would guard a dead body, and that was known as the fail fadalak. All right, which you know translates to late wake, uh, but against, but essentially, what it was, people would guard the body all night, and it was believed that if you could guard the body all night till morning. And get it in the ground without the black cat crossing the body, mm. then that soul would be saved. Okay. All right. And they used to go to great lengths to do this. Obviously, like I say, people would stay up all night with the body, take it in shifts and things like that, but they're still up all night. Now, the idea was so you put the body in the room, okay, in the house where he, the person lived, there'd be no fire allowed in that room because cats like fires. All right. So they're drawn mm-hmm. to it and they go yeah, lay yeah. by the half, don't they? So. You couldn't have, but what they could do, they could put a fire on in a, in a different room to try and drag the cat away. The cat she would go to that fire and not necessarily go near the body. All right. The, the other thing they do, the cat she's are quite, um, what can you say? They're quite like um, they're intelligent and they 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 like a challenge. So people would challenge them to like a know, dancing competition or a spelling competition or just anything just to occupy them keep them occupied away from coming what they was coming for which is the soul of the body nobody really knows what they did with the soul but they know that they, they you know the soul won't like it very much if they can't go near it um so they did all these things i mean the people would test the would like get this one paired in the house because if they could pair from time to time so if someone take it outside and challenge it to a race and then as the cat she'd run off they'd come inside lock doors and things like that because it couldn't turn down a challenge because it's always like trying to prove itself um, so this is the fail fadalak. All right. So there's another ritual that involves the cat she, and this was the basically the. It's not a very nice ritual. I'd admit that. It's um it's the torture and killing of cats. All right. Now, if you could do this for nine days, you would get to have a wish. Okay, and again, this would be Big Ace that would come along and he would grant you this wish. Now, every person who took part in this, you know, grotesque event would get a wish. All right? So there's no limit. And it's not like you get a free wish, you just get a wish. And this was called the, well, I don't really know how you say this, but it's like Taghama, Tagmora. Something like that. Depends where you come from, I suppose. But. Now, one known account of this actually uh, being successful came from the 17th century in the Isle of Mool. And this was performed by two brothers, okay, Lachlan McLean and Alan McLean. And it said that they had, um, they was down on the look, okay, there was farmers at the time, and there was, you know, you know the this, this story, I mean, we touched on this when we did the, um, the Blue Hood, where the guy was so poor, he was never likely to marry anything, Worth marrying, all right. You might, you might get a missus, but she's gonna be, she's gonna be a dog. Yeah, she's not gonna be great. That was pretty. Well, yeah, but she, she ain't gonna be great. So, the the more wealth you've got, the more choice you've got, aren't you? So, they were down on the luck, farmers, and 
they decided that they was gonna perform this ritual, and obviously they could ask for for you know a bit more wealth. And it said that they had a barn on on the farm, and they spent two weeks gathering cats and just putting them in this barn, right? Oh, right, so it wasn't just torturing one cat for nine days. No, no, it's nine days. It's consistent. Uh, basically, it's a spit, and you just spit roasting a cat for nine days. When that one's dead, put the next one on. When that one dies, put the next one on. And Jeez. just keep doing it. And that spit cannot stop turning. Apparently, there's a, there's a phrase in, um, in Scotland where it's uh, whatever happens, keep the spit turning. And it comes from this. Um, because you know, I'll get into the story, but... The two brothers captured these cats, okay, and then at midnight, between Friday and Saturday, they started the ritual. So they, they're turning these cats, and what would happen as the cats would realise there was going to be tortured to death and all that, obviously the cats would try and hide around the barn, and it'd be a long, drawn-out process, catching the cat, putting it on the spit, and that one, you know, screaming to death, and then obviously the cat's going mad. You can imagine the, the, the cacophony of noise in this barn. And as this was going on, the cat she's would come. Okay, so they'd start sitting on the rafters, yelling things that the guys were doing it. Um, you know, one of the things that was recorded of what this cat she said to one of them was, uh, Oh, Lachlan, son of Neil, that is a poor usage for a cat. Things like that, you know what I mean? But his brother said to him, whatever you wear, whatever they try and do, no matter what, just keep that spit turning, okay? Because they will try to unnerve you. Obviously, they don't like, um, they don't like this being performed, do they? So they kept doing it. They kept doing it, and obviously, as it goes along, as it goes along, more cat sheets appear. Okay, so you can imagine this room's really getting full with these cat sheets now. You ain't gonna catch them. They've got to, they've got to decide for which ones are cat sheet, which ones an ordinary cat. You know, it's it's they're, they're there to complicate things. Okay, yeah, and to keep adding insults and things like that, just to keep you. Your mind ticking over. Okay, so this one big cat she turns up. And he says, you must stop now if you know what's good for you. Desist before great-eared brother arrives. This is the um, this is the, the, the big cat. The boss. The boss, the big ears. He says, or you will never behold the face of your god. Okay. Now I'll come into play in a little bit. So anyway, they keep turning spit, and eventually they complete their task. And Big Ears arrives, and he grants them one wish. You know, it said that these men were, by the end of this, were at the wit's end, as you can imagine, those um, almost going mad. And then all of a sudden, this Big Ears pops in. And he doesn't say anything, and they know they get one wish, and they ask for... Wealth. Just one word, wealth. And it said that the brothers went on to be um, really good farmers. I think, they, I think they even became like knights and they had a good old time, big castles, all the thing, all the trappings that come with it. Um, now, Lachlan died first and not a lot's known about his death, but Alan died shortly after Lachlan and... Um, he called for a priest to come to his bedside. He knew he was dying. And um, the priest knew about what the cat had said to him. You remember when the cat said, you'll never be able to you'll see the face of your God. And 
and this obviously had disturbed Alan, and he said to the priest, you know, I think I won't be able to see the face of God. Um, I think I'm going to hell, essentially. But he did say to the priest, he said, if I can find my brother in hell, I know we can overthrow the devil and rule his kingdom. All right, so that was his plan going into hell. And it is said, and you know, other legends say that the... Um, the brothers were seen on that night, he died, the brothers were seen together, clad in armour, on horseback, riding to the sunset, essentially, ready mm. to go to to hell to face what was coming. There is another story that goes along with this. It's called The the Witch of Black, Black Morgan or something like that. Some Scottish word. But essentially, that, that story is about the catchy as well. It's where this, this hunter... Uh, he's been hunting and he, he's out there with his hunting dogs. A storm comes in and he finds this little little hovel, you know, like a little shepherd's hut. Goes into the um, shepherd's hut and in there, there's a black cat. Right. And he comes in with his two dogs and the black cat s- starts uh, speaking to him. And he says, you know, she says, you've caught me. I'm the witch. Um, please don't harm me. And, you know, an owl sort of, look after you type thing and he says all right so he's like and she says you know come and sit by me by the fire and i'll and i'll sort of um give you a wish or whatever you know what i mean i'll make something happen for you but he's not trusting of this witch right he knows stories about witches he knows you can't trust them so she says to him you know come over here and as he goes to approach her she says oh no no take, leave the dogs back there tie him to that post so he's like well, I don't trust her. So he ties the a knot in the the rope. Just ties the rope around the post. So it looks, to all intents and purposes, like he's not him to the post, but he hasn't. Anyway, he starts approaching the witch. Sit by the fire, and as he gets nearer, she she turns into a witch form, and uh, she basically tells him he's breathed his last breath on this earth, and dies on him. Starts strangling him. Well, obviously, as nice. that, yeah, as that's happening, the dogs realize that the master's under attack, and they approach. And the witch cries out, tighten rope, tighten. Oh, you know, expecting the rope to tighten and the dogs to be uh, no use at all. But obviously, she didn't know that he hadn't tightened. So the the the, tight, the rope tightens and the, the pillar breaks, but the post breaks, but the dogs still get to her. And it's said that the dogs were grabbing hold of her and biting her as much as they could and ragging her around. That they kept on her because she wasn't going anywhere, you know what I mean? Um, they kept on her until they'd lost every tooth in the mouth of these two dogs. And eventually she had had enough and run away. Well, the master stayed in there with the dogs that night, but they both perished during the night. Anyway, next morning he goes home. And when he gets home, he's, he's confronted by his wife, telling him that this local old, you know, lo- local old lady of the town is dying. She's been attacked by wolves during the night. And he knows straight away, he's like, hang on a minute, this is the witch. So he goes round to her house, and of course there's, there's people there uh, looking at her because she's in a bad way. And he pulls back the covers, and she's got bite legs all over her arms and legs and that. And he says, you are the witch. And she says, I am. And she said, the priest there. And that. she said, I need to confess my sins and that. And if um, if I can confess my sins, hopefully you know God will take pity on me and I can get to go to heaven. So the priest listens to what she has to say. And... Um, she dies. But the story goes on to say that there's a guy walking back from the pub late that night and it's dark and he's walking back and he sees this woman coming towards him in a black shroud and 
she says, uh, you know, can you help me? I need to find the church. And, he, and she says, which way is it? And he just points in the direction. He's, he's drunk, like, you know, he just points and, and off she goes. Anyway, he's walking further down the road and a bloke comes on horseback, big knight on horseback, and he says, have you seen a woman come this way? And uh, he says, yeah, she's going that way, you know, towards the church and that. And this bloke whistles and these two hounds race ahead of him. And, his, and the, the knight trots off on his horse and the... the the drunk guy's like, what the hell's going on here? You know, I've had a good night. Like, So he carries on walking down the street. And after a few minutes or so, this knight trots back past him with his two dogs and this the body of a woman laid in front of his saddle, all torn up and that. And that's believed to be the witch. She didn't quite make it to the church. You know, when right. she died, her soul was trying to get to the church to be um, exonerated, I suppose is the right word, but she never made it. You know, Satan came for her and got her. That's the story uh. of the cat sheet. Now, well, would you got anything to say? No, about it's that? quite interesting. Um, you know, I I remember you, you obviously talking about Halloween, and and you you came over to mine, and you you even your daughters were like, you know, is that is that has that cat got white underneath it? And you know, so obviously it's quite a a poignant story in in this household, but I mean, I've never heard of it to be honest. Well, they I say they put the the old saucer of milk out for the cat sheet. Yeah. Um. To be fair, it pissed down all night, so when I woke up in the morning, it, the milk had gone. It was just water in there, so yeah, you know. I mean, I, we I've we took that as it. if the cat sheet had drunk it all, but who knows? Yeah, like Santa eating the meat yeah. pies. Yeah. But well, um, when I moved into this house on cat sheets. Because before I knew this story, I just thought I saw a ghost cat. But it never made sense. And I think I told this story on the show before. I'm not 100% sure. I think I probably have. You've done so many episodes. Yeah. But essentially, when I bought this house, I didn't live in it for a long time. Um, Because I was away a lot. And I came in one day, and some work had been done in here. And I came in to have a look at what this whatever the work, I can't remember what it was, that had been done that. There's literally nothing in this house. I think downstairs there was maybe a carpet, I had a carpet put in, and I think we'd buy them, we'd done the settees, which is quite interesting. We just put in, we came in, right, there was no carpet down. We bought these, I bought these settees, and we had to build them, put the legs on and all that crap. So we had them in there, and like I say, the house was completely empty. There might have been a fridge and things like that, but essentially the house was empty, and there was no carpet down, and it was all... Oh no, sorry, the carpet was in then. Yeah, the carpet was in then. And we was building these um, settees in the back room and it was me and my brother. And we were doing these settees and all of a sudden you just hear this walk, someone walking through the thingy. Obviously on the hard floor, but we've got a carpet down now. Walking through. And he's like looking at me. He's like, And there's nothing else in the house. You know, it's completely bare. And I was like, did you hear that? And he's like, yeah, I heard that. Like, Fuck that, I'm going. And he's gone. <laughs> Left me there. So that was when I... Fit. So only a few days after that, I came in again. Again, there's nothing in the house. I mean, whatever this work had been done, it might have been decorating or whatever, but I went to have a look at it, and I went upstairs. And as I'm the only one in the house, and as I've gone up the stairs, this black cat's run up the stairs, looked at me in the landing, shot down the uh, landing towards the master bedroom. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, there's a cat in here. It's all you need, isn't it, when you, yeah. you're not awake. So I've, I've gone up there thinking, oh, shit everywhere and all that. So I've gone up the stairs, and as I turn the landing, this cat's looked back at me again, and it's just charged, and it's just run and jumped straight through the wall. 
So it's run straight across the landing, straight into the master bedroom, then straight through the wall, like jump through the wall. There's actually a radiator there where it jumped through. And for years I thought, well, that must be a ghost. But say it was a replay of a ghost, why would that cat be jumping through that wall? That goes nowhere. Yeah. You know, that wall, it was a front wall here, so it's always so gone it's out, out to the front. The street, so yeah. there's, there's no, it's never been anything other than a wall. The window's next to it. You know, the window's about two foot away from where it went through the wall. It could have got, you know, if it gone through the window, even then, you know what I mean? Why would it go through a window? But it didn't. It went straight through the wall. Now, now is this the catchy? Mm. I don't know. But what? But the interesting thing about this is, with all these things, you know, people say, well, I've never seen a UFO or I've never seen a ghost. And I say, well, do you believe in UFOs? No. Do you believe in ghosts? No. Right. So you don't believe in any of these things and you don't see them. And generally that's the case. Now, obviously, there is occasions where people who are sceptical and that bump into these things. But in general, general terms, generally speaking, should we say that if you don't believe in these things, you won't see them. It's almost like you've closed your mind off to it and you just can't see it. Now, there's been occasions, I've had, I've had happened to me um, myself, where two people looking at the same object see completely different things. And I've known that where people have been walking through a busy town, they've said, well, you know, seen a UFO above them, and there's five or six people around them, and they've said, look at that, you know what I mean? Expecting people to run a mile on that, and everyone's looked up at it and said, what, it's just a plane? And yeah. they say, no, no, it's a disc. And they say, no, it's a jumbo jet. They can't see it. The body, the mind... I do think there is something to that because I am a lot more sceptical than you with a lot of this stuff. Um, there are things that I do believe, things I don't believe. Um, I'm very close-minded on on things. So, like, I mean, to me, this sounds like a load of crap, but... I can understand the point. I mean, you've told us stories, obviously, um, you know, seeing things that, you know, that, that thing you saw under the cupboard, under the stairs. And, you know, I just think when you say stuff like that, I'm like, you should be in a mental hospital because to me, I just, I can't see it. But I am also, I also find that I was slightly sceptical about things like uh, Bigfoots and Dogmen and things like that when I started to, to sort of speak to you and things like that. Um, but I've become more open-minded to that. And like I said, the things that I've seen, just simple things like seeing that scarecrow type thing on the motorway that disappeared in front of my eyes, um, which was probably about six or seven foot. Which was, uh, pro- which was probably a Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, it was quite... In hindsight. Yeah. And, no, and well, also driving say, down yeah, the A180. And a lot of people things. make this mistake of thinking that a Bigfoot's going to be really broad, stocky, muscly, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the cases, particularly in the UK, they're, well, 50-50 really. A lot of them are that, but a lot of them are more like, um, well, people describe it looking like um, Usain Bolt, that sort of... Yeah, that, that build, that would you know. Be a similar build to what but I But taller. Would've... Yeah. So like more athletic looking yeah. with a tapered waist and all that so yeah that I mean that would have been been a pretty it's not what people expect to see but that's no what people but I do think... see but then again people do see in the same area they see the bigger ones as well yeah. is it a male is it a female are there two different species we don't we just don't know no and I think you know I have been sort of I mean I've always been open minded to 
to things like UFOs, um, extraterrestrials, ghosts, things like that. That's never, uh, it's never crossed my mind as something mm. not to believe in. Um, With the UFOs, I would say most people would say there's got to be something out there. Right. I can't imagine anyone and then, doesn't say and that. And then it's just, so everyone would accept, pretty much everyone, 99% of people would accept there's something out there, but it would be 50-50, out of those 99%, 50-50, which, uh, whether they believe they've got here or not. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I don't think the, the concept of, you know, because like places like Belgium and that, I mean, the government talks about them openly. When they stop sending fighter jets up to chase UFOs, there's just no point to waste the money. Can't catch them. What's the point? Um, yeah, I want the Pentagon's obviously released. Yeah, things, there's a so. lot of countries that are open to it now, but they they haven't crossed that line where they've gone. You know, we've we've made contact with them. They made contact with. I don't believe they have. I don't believe that aliens are that are particularly that interested in us. No. But carry on. No, no, no. I just think you know it's. Um, I, I yeah, I mean, like I said, there are things that I I do believe in, and and with those I have had experiences. Do you see what I mean? Mm. Whereas I've never had experiences with things that you believe, but that, like you said, is it? You can look at that in two ways. You can either look at that as the people who don't believe, they don't want to show themselves to because they don't believe. So why would why would you waste your energy on that? And you could also say it as the people who do believe are just batshit crazy. Yeah, some are. I think. Do you know what I mean? There is yeah. that. There is that. That but you argument. Do, you there. have the other thing where people just won't accept it. So people will see things and then they'll try and come up with loads of things that it could have been. It could have been this. It could have been that. Um, yeah, I've been there with people where we've seen the same thing, whether it be a shadow man or whatever it is, and. We've all seen the same thing, and yet they'll try and explain it off. It must have been a trick of light. It must have been this. It must have been that. Mm, yeah, tricks of light don't normally slam doors or run down. No. You know. no. But you know what I mean. They'll still try and explain it because they don't want to. Because they don't want to accept the reality that this thing was really there, especially if it's their house, um, and they've got to sleep there and all the rest of it. So yeah, yeah there's a lot of things like that in there. So. Yeah, no, I I agree, and, but that's and the, uh, what do you guys think? That's catching, I think yeah. that's the other question yeah. is, you know, are you are you guys like me? Do you think that there is certain things that you can believe in, and other stories that we come out with on here are just a load of rubbish, or or that you know things that can be explained? You know, obviously we did the blob a few weeks ago, and that's uh, that's one that can easily be explained mm. away i think you know and there are things like that when you look at um paranormal stories there are a lot of things that you know that all oh, just because it's come across like that it can be easily explained away but but yeah what do you guys believe do you guys believe uh like me are you are you close minded to a lot of this stuff until you hear about it or are are you seeing sort of is believing in it i think it but is but then a lot of people don't want to put themselves in a position to see no and you know, I think which I think when it comes to things like, I mean, obviously I've started. It's like I know a spot, pretty much not guaranteed because I don't think you can guarantee anything. But I know a spot where you can pretty much go and see a dogman. I know two spots. Yeah. Where if well, you wanted to see a dogman, you could literally go there most nights, late in the you no know, early hours in the morning, but you will see a dogman. Yeah. No one wants to go. 
You know, can you blame them when you actually listen to some of the stories though? Of people disappearing. Well, yeah, I do, because they're totally sceptical, right? This can't exist, it's not real, Um, there's no such thing, you're nuts, blah, blah, blah. Well, come and have a look then. Right, come, and if you don't see anything, then fair enough. Yeah. But if you do, but they don't want to... I don't know what it is. I mean, the fact that it's, I'm in bed most nights at 10 o'clock is... uh, You've still got to go. You've got to go and see, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. I see your point, and you know there is. I think you've. Uh... It's like when things happen to me out and out in the thing, you know, a branch breaks or you know whatever it is, and this is not a little branch. I don't run away. I go towards it. Now that's not normal, right? But I'm there for that reason, so I can't run away. Everything in my body is telling me to to go the other way, but I don't. You know. I go yeah. towards it and I shine a torch and you know you ain't gonna generally speaking you ain't gonna see these things because they're, they're well gone before you get anywhere near them the fact that they give themselves away by breaking a branch in the first place is enough for them to get out of there yeah generally speaking but you know the thing you've got I mean I always say things like um, Bigfoot's Dogman and things like that they don't want to be found there's a reason why mm. there are limited sightings and the sightings that we do have are not very good. Um, you know, you get some that are half decent, but majority of the sightings you find are pretty Yeah, majority poor. of them are just accidents, aren't they? Yeah. Um, so but I've you... always said, I you know we did a show on it, but I've always, my belief, well, I know it's just a theory, I suppose. It could be completely wrong. But I, I do feel that the Bigfoot are hiding, not from us, from something else, mm. you know they I mean, don't my, go. They don't go to all these lengths. My biggest argument with people who uh, are skeptical about Bigfoot, because um, I was talking to my kids about it, and I said, you know, what, what do you think? And they're like, no, it's a load of rubbish, a load of rubbish. I said, tell you what. I said, do you believe in pandas? Mm. And the answer is, yeah, of course we believe in pandas. We've seen pandas. And I tell you what. Go back to 1940, 1950 in England, UK. There was a rumour going around that in Asia, in China, there was a black and white bear, the same size as a grizzly bear, that doesn't hurt people and only eats wood or plants. And everybody thought they were mental. That was until Prince Philip went on an expedition to China and found pandas brought back physical evidence of the fact that pandas existed, and now we take class pandas as second nature. Well, it was Roosevelt's lab that shot him, wasn't it? Yeah. So, before... One, then that was a woman, that, a French woman, that caught two. Yeah, but two. before that, the West didn't believe pandas existed. No. So, and that is because we didn't see them. Well, more up-to-date than that is the Billy Ape. You know, the Billy mm. Ape of the Congo. And this is a six... This is, sorry, six to seven foot tall... Chim- little like a chimpanzee, I suppose. Six to seven foot tall ape, silver-haired, and lives in the Congo. I mean, when, but the thing is, science accepts this because we've got photographs of it and I think we've got a couple of bones from it um, that were rescued from some butchers or something in the Congo. But we accept it now. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it must be there because we've gone out and got photographs of it. I know it's like there's only like three or f- two or three Photographs. Well, last time I looked, there's only like two or three photographs of it in existence. That's it. 
But there's more of Bigfoots. Yeah, but you see what I mean? But that, but the Billy Apes accepted just because we've got that bone. You know? Yeah. So, But is there, is it, could it be a fact that we have got enough physical, scienti- like, scientological, is that the right word? Scientological? No. No, no it's not, not the right word. I'm making words up. Yeah. But, like, if we have enough physical evidence to prove that Bigfoots exist, but they're We don't, keeping, do we? That's no, the problem. We have, but how we do have, you know that? How well, do you... You know, at the moment, you hear stories yeah. of people shot them and the police. Yeah, but they never bring anything it. back in, did they? So why aren't they hiding? But we do have are they trace evidence, something? don't we? That's what we have at the Bigfoot at the minute. Here, there, everywhere. I think they're the original species of this planet. If the authorities have, have them again, if the authorities have got them and they're not and they're not telling you about them, then that's got to make you wonder why. Mm. There's something more to it than. There's got to be. They want us to know. Yeah. But anyway, uh, sort of off subject. That was completely, yeah, completely yeah. random chat there at the end. So. But I'd be interested to know if people have got any, because um, the catchy is a fairy. So I'd be interested to know if anyone's got any fairy stories, um, mm. you know, from, because obviously people listen to us from all around the world and the, the fairies are pretty commonplace in most folklores. Right? Yes. Um, which again, gives some more credence to me. And I, I know, I I've, I know, I've seen two, so I've possibly seen three. If fact was a catchy, I don't know. But then the other, I mean, even that, I was like going down a street the other day, and this black cat went across the road with a big long tail, but it was the size of a kitten. It wasn't yeah. the size of a cat. It was probably like half the size of air, but it had a long like the tail was like almost as long as its body. For those of you who don't know, he is actually pointing at the cat that yeah. sat on the sofa. Yeah, normal it's domestic just, market. Not yeah. just pointing at his wife saying yeah. her. <laughs> Look at that pussy. But yeah, <laughs> so it's probably half the size of... Shoot, the, the thing I saw was half the size of a, a domestic cat. It was like a kitten, but it was out in, a, in, you know, in the Caught wild, with really essentially. With a really long tail. So, but that was because... But the thing is, I was doing this research on the cat sheet at the time. So is it like... Get what I mean? Well, it might be something that you've seen a hundred times before and never thought about it. Yeah. But no, but it was still really, it was still out of place because it because of the shape. First of all, you don't see kittens running around very often, do you? No. So that was the first thing. Then it had a long tail and it was jet black. And not only that, it, it run towards, crossed the road and instead of going through the open gate, it jumped over the wall in a bound, which I, I don't see a, a normal cat doing that. Jump on the wall... I get, because it doesn't know what's on the other side, does it? No. To jump over the wall in one bound, I thought that was... Do you know what I mean? It's just a, a lot weird. of things didn't add up. But I could just be putting two and two together and getting 12 as normal. But yeah. I just thought it was interesting while I was looking at this, that I saw this. But again, that's what I'm saying about seeing is believing. But always, believing is seeing, you know? Um, if that makes sense. Put it if it does, we'll put it on a t-shirt. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah... While you're here, you know, go go over to the shop and have a look at the t-shirts. You know, there might be some. Well, it's definitely something in your size, so just pick a picture you like and buy one. Um, yeah, I've got a few up there now. There's some new ones. Going I try on and put well. the the link to the shop under the episodes. Yeah, no, I don't always. Sometimes I forget, obviously, but I if think. it's there anyway. But anyway, what I was saying before, yeah, if you if you've had a fair, if you know of a fairy story, or you know someone that's seen one, or you've seen one yourself, then please send it to us. Um, because I'd like to do more on this, more on fairies, and I know they're around the world. You know, in 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 um in the Americas, they see 
small fairy people. A lot of mm. Picota cultures do, and they believe it's like a, I don't know, like a, a primitive man or or some sort of small Bigfoot thing. But I don't think it is. I think it's more fairy. Um, well, I mean, cultures have have always believed in in fairies. I mean, like, yeah, I know you were uh, call me mad, but I look into Norse paganism and. Um, you know that the it's split into different realms, mm. um, and there is you know well, they fairies do, they would quite... do the same things, wouldn't they? Where would leave offerings from? Yeah. yeah, fairies are quite common in paganism. And that is and... the same in places like Ireland, and that you know you still leave. Um, you want your work done, you leave an offering out, like some butter, or mm-hmm. they got that's one of the big things, butter in it, or um, milk or things like that, and then they'll do work for you. You know, the yeah. brownies and things. So I think that's quite common. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping that people from, you know, other places around the world that we might not have heard so much about yeah. have got similar... Maybe they don't call them fairies, but similar yeah, things. Yeah, similar stories. Scandinavia, we know. Yeah. But still, you know, if people have got them. But send them to us. Either get in touch with us on... Get over to the Facebook page. Most people are on Facebook, even though most people hate... hate and everybody knows it's shite. Most people are on there because it's just. Well, you're on Instagram as well. That's the, that's your podcast one on there. Oh, we, yeah, we don't put much on there, do we? No, we don't. But we've got that just to, to get in touch. You've got. Oh yeah, you got Instagram, but that's Facebook as well, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, but yeah, well, I don't like Facebook, but I've got Instagram. Well, yeah, same thing. But we like we, know, we all think it's shit. But if you're on it, then send us a message. Go on to it's yeah, true, find us on Instagram, Bizarre Tales Podcast. Find us on Facebook, Bizarre, Bizarre, don't put the other thing in because you won't find us there. Bizarre Tales Podcast, you'll find us, it's the one with the owl. Uh, and send us a message. Yeah. Or just get us in touch with the uh, email, the old email, mm. supernaturalpod at gmail.com. Again, that should be in the show notes. Not always clickable, but it's there. You can copy it. Somehow. Yeah. You have to put some work in yourselves sometimes. Yeah. But get us, get, get, yeah, get in touch. Let us and know. And then if you've uh, got any other sort of, if shadow men, things like that that you've seen, then we want to know them as well. We want to know any, everything. I want to do in a few weeks, Weird. if we can get enough bizarre tales off people, and that can be anything, guys, absolutely anything. That can be fairies, giants, Bigfoot, ghosts, UFOs, anything like that. Not like this monster. No, well, no. Well, or mermaids. We're not doing mermaids. I like mermaids. No. Oh, no, see, I believe mermaids. You would. Yeah, I would. Um, but, yeah, anything like that, any any random weird stories that your personal experience, get them over to us, because I want to do um, a show that's purely on listeners. Mm. So you guys are going to do the show. We're going to read it out if you're not comfortable in coming on the show. Um, you can always record it and send yeah, it. Yeah, or you if can record it and that, send yeah. it to us. Um but I want to do a show purely on listeners only. So it depends how... This show could end up being a two-hour show. could be a special. But you guys have got to let that get that happening. So uh, drop us a message. Let us know. And uh, just a quick shout-out to uh, a few new reviews that we've had. Uh, for All three off uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, one from GW... I'm going to guess that's IIV because I don't know a Roman numeral that starts at IIV. Um, so I'm, anyway, thank you for the five-star review. That's from Brazil. Brazil. So that's awesome. Great yeah. content and amp. 
delightful accents that's because i've joined so we know about that one uh keep up the good work uh second one ryan of mon valley uh from the united states so thank you for that one um i really enjoy the variety of topics podcasts this podcast covers from cryptids aliens ufos paranormal and way more very entertaining to listen to uh, again, I'm I'm going to go with the fact that this is because I've joined. It's well, there is way inter- more than that as well. Yeah, yeah there is more. Um, third one, uh, well love spotted. it. Five star. Ryan. Sorry, well spot. Yeah, well spotted, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> next one, five stars. Love it. From Captism. Um Where's that from? I can't see. Thailand. From Thailand. Wow, yeah. awesome. Thank you very it's much. Cosmopolitan. There, yeah, I love the content, lads. Keep up the good work. Brazil. Brazil, United, United States, States, and Thailand. Thailand. So there you go. We're so international. Keep them coming, like I always say. If yeah. you can uh, rate and review us, do that. If you can't, send us an email. Send us pubes in the post, whatever. Um, Fucking hell. You can always send us an email, though, saying you enjoy the show. Fucking hell. People actually writing to us saying they enjoy the show is, like, amazing, mm. really. When yeah, there's nothing it, better than Especially when you've got it. people listening in Brazil, America... Thailand. All right, they're the only three people listening, but if well, they're not, are they? We know you guys are there, so reach out. You know, say hello. We'll give you a shout out unless you specifically like that and you have to ask for it. But that's a request. You know, I bite. But yeah, the that being said, that's that's catchy, a bit of bigfoot shit, and hopefully you send us some stories. So thank you very much for listening. Sorry it took so long to get out. We will endeavour to get them out a lot quicker. Yeah. It's just work at this time of year is absolutely crazy. Mental. So, with that being said, thank you very much. And we will see you on the other side. Well, they've gone. Though, just for now, it wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back.